We're recording. Hey, Abe. Hi, Adam. Hi, Derek. What's up? Hi, Emil. Hello. We're still Blackhawk. Again. Doing Blackhawk things. Yeah. Do um, you want to see my Blackhawk? Yeah. Your big Blackhawk. Blackhawk Raceway. Uh, dad jokes. So I, <laughs> it's terrible jokes. It's not even dad jokes. It's just subpar it's jokes. Toilet humor. <laughs> Uh, so I had a really good day today. Most of uh, GLTC seemed to have a pretty good day today. We had a few mechanicals, uh, but I think overall it was a pretty fun day. You and mean like Emil, most of everyone except for the people that I hit? Uh, you did. You did. You did make the second ever contact in GLTC. When I first saw your second name, and third actually, <laughs> and third. Yeah. Who, who else? <laughs> the like hamster energy. Oh yeah, how bad was that? It wasn't bad. He like saw the blue flag at the very last second and right. like checked up big time and right. I was already like on his bumper. Good stop hitting people, Emil. Dude, I didn't mean to. How's your car? Perfect? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. not real hits. It's like yeah, it was like yeah, little mother's R three. Yeah. Clean the. Uh, he, he got a little crease from, little, the, from the, the first one. Yeah. A little crease. crease. No. He, he bumped into Dan the sedan. Yeah, you silly geese never. Better not hit me. Better not hit me, man. Better not hit me. I had a really good battle Better with not like. Let me lap you. No, I didn't. I didn't today. I had a really weird, good battle with like a 190e that's clapped out, and it was like the exact same speed as me in every single relative aspect, like braking, acceleration, cornering. We were the same car. Huh. It was super fun. And then I got away from him, and I didn't see him again. But was there uh, more than one of those cars yeah, in the field? Or was that I think there's only one in GLTC. Okay. There's another one over here though. But that's what, yeah, that's what so. Um, Last time we talked on the podcast was about a year ago. Emil had his Lotus 7 here. Here, yeah. Yes. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I, well, I don't, I don't remember what our dates were, but yeah, it was a year ago. Um, the the coolest Lotus 7 that I've seen in person. Rap. Yeah, it sounds so cool. Uh, you did end up blowing it up at NCM, right? True. Yeah, yeah. like the very end of the season. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Did, did you say yeah. you blew it up because you put a muffler on it? Uh, I thought that was maybe the case, right. but... It, uh, once I tore the motor down, I figured out that um, I just beat the bearings out of it pretty bad. Yeah. And I had exchanged a few, like, messages with the guy that built the engine originally for me. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was like, what do you think I should rev this thing to? Because I, I had no part in the initial assembly of the engine. I just bought it already built. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you know, like, 8 to 9. And I took that as... 9 to 10? Live, like, this thing lived at 9,000 <laughs> all season. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it didn't like me. So, uh, what are you gonna do with it? Put another rotor back in it, or? Yeah, and no. I think most of what I have is actually rebuildable. Okay. Good. Um, so I'm basically just gonna get uh, some lighter weight rotors that I'll be able to rev. Okay. More reliably to to nine thousand, maybe cool. nine to ten, get that stuff balanced. It sounds back so together. bonkers. It sounds so bonkers. It's a fun car. Um, and now we announced this wheel to wheel class GLTC Grid Life Touring Cup, and you built a car for it. Yes. Uh, you yeah. built a Miata. Yeah. What's the details on the Miata? Where did the shell come from? And it's awesome. That's what. It's really, really. It's pretty rad. Thanks. I mean, it works at the winning formula in Louisville, Kentucky. (laughs) When I first, when I first became, but like internet buddies with Emil, I was like, "Why is that guy's name Emily?" (laughs) <laughs> like, it's like, not did, actually. Did, I just didn't read it close enough. So bad at words and talking. I get get excited. No, it's a weird name for sure. Yeah, I think um, it's I think it's a classic race car name because all my friends named Emil are race car drivers. So. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, yeah, that one guy. No. Yeah, that one guy. Uh, so you built this Miata. Um, what's the details on it? 
Yeah, so it's a 91, like, rust-free rust shell that uh, a buddy of mine had built as a track car and a, and a wheel-to-wheel Don't race car. Don't put the <sighs> microphone next to the can, you dummy. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Perfect. It was supposed to be fun, and you yeah. ruined it. Producer Way to go, Abe. Abe. Hates fun. Come on. We all know this by now. Quit interrupting a mill. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, clearly my story is too boring. Well, rust go free, ahead. Rust-free 91. Okay. Rust-free 91. Yeah. That's going to be is down by you guys. Is that, Same year as yours. Do you get a lot of rust or no? We do. Yeah, because yeah. we got a lot. Just think, there. at the same time, same year, yeah. some person bought your EF brand new, and right. some person brought Emil's Miata brand new. They were so excited. Yeah, best car they ever. Probably got nine percent interest rate. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Twelve percent. Little did they know. Seventy-two hundred dollar initial buy-in purchase. Cars would be uh, clapped out race cars someday. Yep, and still rust free. <laughs> so the car already had a cage. It already had the lightweight hardtop. Yeah. The previous owner, who's a good friend of mine, Jeff Preston, had like. Kind of gutted the inside yeah. and uh, and built the cage in it and it looks uh, a pretty nice cage. Painted it like yeah. kind of tub up white, um, and uh, he drove the car for a few years and then took it apart at some point for something and it just never got put back together. And he built another car and this one was just collecting dust and it seems like a like theme in race cars. A parked like, shelf yeah. in his garage. I did that for seven years. Like, exactly. Just take it apart. Like he got this other thing, and then it becomes a shelf. So my first car was a white 90 Miata, so I, I knew at some point I'd probably own another Miata, and you can't work at the winning formula and not, like, fall in love with Miatas a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you right? guys do like Miatas. You have yeah, a thing. Yeah. yeah, and I work on way nicer Miatas every day than my yeah. my piece of crap. But Yours um, is pretty nice. Thanks. It's pretty nice. For what it is, it's pretty It's pretty, it's pretty well put together. Nice little car. Um, so, yeah, I was like, dude, what do you want to, you know, just get that thing off your hands, get it out of your way so you can finish your other car that you're still building in your garage and he made me some like crackhead deal that could the best up. deals yeah best deals and well, uh, so i just kind of piecemealed everything else yeah together when did you get that shell how long ago um i got it at the end of last year but okay. it sat out at my parents house because i didn't really know what i was going to do with it yet i just knew that i couldn't like let yeah, it I remember go you texted me pictures of it I'm like what are you gonna do with that and you're like i don't know aer wrl exactly like, like I, I knew at some point it'd be like too nice of a shell not to build in a yeah what uh, what do you have suspension wise, engine wise? You have a, a uh, suspension newer engine. is just like spec me out of Bilstein's with right. a slightly custom rate. Um, the engine is out of a '99 Miata. Right. Um, VVTI or VVT, whatever they call the it. It's the pre VVT. Okay. Yeah, um, and it's just uh, like shaved head, like a little bit of port work. Right. Done by Jim Drago, the guy that does a lot of the spec Miata. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> So it's totally cheated up. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then it's got like a Mazda Speed. Yeah, those uh, spec Miata guys, they like to cheat. Right? Cam and uh, Haltech ECU and what does that thing make? It's uh, one sixty one. That's on what I thought. I thought it was just over one sixty. Yeah, which like normally you take a stock Miata engine and do all the bolt ons that that I, that you can do to the outside yeah. the intake exhaust and uh, and header obviously, and uh, make about one hundred forty. Right, is like average. So 161. Yeah, that seems is really a lot strong for a Miata. Yeah, but it's still nowhere near like you know class uh, optimization. Yeah, and what's your race weight then? Uh, 2150. Are you down to that or no? No, not no. even close. Man, Abe is uh, Abe is over here in Time Attack World where you just add power. It's so different. more power. I'm yeah. training Abe into like a competition director for GLTC too. True. <laughs> uh, now, wheel to wheel is not my background, but doesn't matter. It's still fun. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't learn it. It's actually pretty basic. Pretty basic. Freaking Scott Robertson over here. We taught him how to drive two years ago, and now he's in wheel to wheel. It's so easy. Dude, I was thinking on the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I was thinking on my way to the track. <laughs> I was planning on to... trying advanced, and now he's like <laughs> raced twelve Willow races. <laughs> I was thinking on the way to the track this weekend. I was listening to podcasts, and you guys were talking about GLTC and all this other stuff. And I was like, man, I wonder if anybody has driven a GLTC car to a race, raced it, and driven home. And right I was there. like, that would be so cool if I was the first person to do that. I should try to do that, like, maybe next year. No, at, that happened the first one. Close. <laughs> and then I, I get here, and Scott pulls up with his wife and his tire trailer. I was like, you <laughs> it's are the coolest. such a badass. And, and he did that at Mid-Ohio and yeah. Gingerman. <laughs> so props yeah. to this guy. It's pretty wild. It's a one-lap car, too. He's done two one-laps with it. It's awesome. Jealous. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. NB Miata, just uh, just driving, man. Uh, I think you should get a trophy for that, by the way. I, I could probably make a drive, trophy for that. Drive yeah. the car to the track and race and drive it home. It's probably the most driven, like, beat-on car, too. Like, it's out in all the sessions. It's just yeah. running. But it doesn't look like it. It's a really They came to Autobahn car. and literally yeah. just tested and, and, like, jumped out in every session I let them out in. <laughs> and poor Becky's making notes. Her freaking pen is on fire. She's got 27 pages. It's insane. <laughs> it was nuts. And it was 1,000 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're the most hilarious group because they come here with like no rig and drive their car to the track, and then like they have radios Test and like take notes, notes and tests. Radios, <laughs> it's so cool. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, GLTC today was good. Uh, Emil did well. You got a P two and a P one, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yep, I had a good race, uh, almost catching Scott, and then I drove off the mountain. Like I, I blew my braking zone. I just like drove straight into the woods. <laughs> but the car's fine. So uh, it, I was just happy to take a checkered flag. It's a, it's that a was good a, race. That was a big moment for me taking a checkered in the red car finally. But. Well, and like starting the race in like a very light drizzle and yeah. like track conditions being a little bit iffy for I the first couple of laps. I thought they were great too. Like yeah. one lap in, I thought, wow, this track has got it. There's like no water on this yep. track. The track was so hot from the sun. True. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty good feel. Was, that first lap it was a little slicker than it had bit. been. Yeah, and then they threw a debris flag in the last corner, and I was like, what's that for? I didn't see it. Was there yeah. a debris? Yeah. I never it was saw not anything on the racing line. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I couldn't see anything. But uh, I thought maybe like a little like shower burst had like popped up yeah. there or something. But. I was nervous of that too. I come into the braking zone about eleven and a half tenths, <laughs> and I oh geez, what am I going to do? Am I going to drive into water <laughs> and then find the trees? But I uh, ran I ran Dan the sedan in that same race we're talking about where a mill one. And Dan, the sedan, has, like, blocks the brakes up really easy. It does? It's it, got tiny little cute tires on it. Yeah, that. little baby tires and really good. Totally part. adorable. Yeah. So if you, if you hit the brakes hard enough to, like, transfer the weight to the front of the car, it, like, locks up. No, you're just doing it wrong. you got to be soft on the pedal, man. Oh, I, yeah. Derek's all, i got ABS. I don't know how no, to drive No, 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 it's not that. So I, <laughs> I, did, I did a practice. I don't need to know how. Yeah. I did a practice session earlier in the day and figured out, like, exactly where I could not lock up. Um, and then supposed to not lock up anywhere. Well, yeah. So you figure it out by like a little lock up, and then you're good. You probably got my Falcons on that car looking square. They They're are now. Square. They weren't when I started that thump, drizz- thump, that thump, drizzling thump, race, thump, but they thump, are thump, square thump. now. Uh, <laughs> but apparently, whenever there's a little bit of drizzle, those things change. And yeah. so, like, I braked at the same spot I had been braking in the practice session, and I just went like straight off, four wheels off, and Dan. <laughs> no, I was I started dead last because I I was the first one to go off in the first race. Because I over-revved the snot out of my car. I went but from... Honda, so it was a third, fourth, third shift instead of third, fourth, fifth. Um, and uh, and then the it... Sh- fifth is the far one. It's so far away, though. <laughs> Why don't I just go to third? It's closer. Um, it's so like my, reverse, but forward. My shifter was, like, touching the exhaust, and it was making it a little harder to drop into fifth. Um, so I dented the exhaust, made it fit, and 
It was okay. I still almost had over. Did you hear the over rev that I almost had? Yeah. Yeah, in the second race. Yep. Um, but something's not. You need to work on the classic Honda four five shift. Yeah. Like you know, normally people just go like fourth and then like straight to fifth. Right. The Honda guys like swirl up the soup and then like get into the <laughs> yeah. gear. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So <laughs> so I was working on that after I misshift again in the second race. I was uh, clutching, push it over, blip blip, and go. Like I was doing slow shifts because I thought. It's just it's too easy to hit third. Like it was just hard. But um, I think we had a pretty good field though. You had like front row seats are watching me go off and dance. I did. Yes, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> is I started back because I was first one off. I started P five and then got up to four in the second in the first race, and then I misshifted, went off track. Car started back up fine. The oil pressures are good, um, and it was good in the second race. It was totally clean. So I think I'm in the clear. Good. But uh, uh, so I started dead last, and that was really fun. Got it got me back to like working on picking people off because the first race like it's I was in the pack with you guys and the the lead the lead three kind of drove away from me slowly and then and I was just ahead of the rest of yeah them. then I yeah. was just like HPDE and by myself but <laughs> um, that was, I was really surprised fun. how many cars came out to this event like um, yeah I think we had what eighteen you know all the HPD yeah. classes filled up right yeah and sold out and yeah then, this uh, uh, this event is finally. Uh, not a burden on us. It's uh, I think it broke even this year. So nice. Yay! So good, good event. Um, and the weather's been great. And yeah, a little cool, bit hot, cool but not bad. Yeah, hot. I don't want to jinx it, but the crazy. weather is great this every is great. single time. It's not hot. No, this isn't that hot. The sun is kind of intense, but phenomenal, phenomenal Sorry. weather. Um, so yeah, the, the day was pretty good. Uh, Abe, um, you drove up in your RV. Yes. You didn't take a car. Correct. How's the RV life? Uh, I got the best night's sleep last night. Yeah. Yeah, Emil uh, and his wife have this cool A-frame camper that we're sitting in front of. It's very cool. It's very. It looks so Icelandic or or. It's adorable. Yeah, mountain is ish. We uh, uh, we like we like going to Lake Michigan, which yeah. is like a five-hour drive from our house. Okay. It's all like cut out at the end of the day on Friday, and we will like load everything up and yeah. head up there. Where do you like, guys go? Um, uh, like. St. Joseph's. Yeah. Oh, sure. There's a beach there, and then there's a yep. beach uh, a, a little bit away from there that you can take your dog. Have to you heard of this place called South Haven? South Haven. <laughs> yeah, we've South been to South Haven. Haven. Yeah. Uh, the uh, do you camp on on the beach there? So there's only one campground right on the beach, right. and it's first come first serve. Yeah. You can't reserve online, and uh, you have to get up there like Wednesday night or Thursday yeah. to get a spot. That so. sounds fun. I would do that. Yeah. Can I park a big RV there? Uh, yeah, I think there's some pull-through yeah. spots. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm gonna try that. Yeah. What's yeah. that uh, campground on the beach called? Waco. Waco. Waco yeah. Beach. W E K O. I've never heard of that. Uh, but that's also the beach that you can take a dog on. Okay. Like, yeah, I love that. I love that section of Michigan over there. Yeah. It's. Uh, we were there two weeks ago. And it's it was super hot pretty. as balls. So hot. Yeah. So. But hot. the water was really refreshing. I believe it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you camp in this little thing, you drag your car, you make your wife drive separate. Yeah, she tows the camper and I tow the race car. She's so cool. I know. She's put up with so much the of your coolest. race car stuff. I know. Last year we heard we heard all about your like race car life where it was basically I lived in the garage for Yeah. Uh, like you two worked years, on everyone right? else's race cars, you built your own race car, uh, and then I came away with a bit of a crush on your wife because she still seemed happy to be with you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> but, and she's at the racetrack with you, which is rad. But yeah, um, we got our three kids here too. Yeah, and they're all and in this dog. tiny camper. Yep, 
Mm-hmm. You do. Chapman is the goodest boy. Yeah, you do He's have you do have <laughs> tiny children still. So um, yeah. we're quickly outgrowing this camper, though. Yeah, you might need a bigger camper. Yeah. What you need is a eighteen-year-old C-class. Yeah. Dude, I've been tell- I've been telling her. You'd be one of them C-class citizens. Yeah. So <laughs> I need that. We, we have another show. Uh, well, we sort of do. We've done one. We've done one. I've show. listened to the one. C-class citizens has a lot to talk. This about. could actually be like a crossover episode between. So Emil texted me the other day, like, do you buy RV parts anywhere? I'm like, not really. Like, uh, you blew out a tire in this thing? Yeah. And you wrecked an inner fender well? Yeah, the fender It's really line. hard to buy specific RV parts. Yeah. You can't do it. Just make a thing. Well, yeah, what like, do you, you end up doing? find the right dealership that will sell yeah. you the part. Like, some yeah. dealerships, you have to, like, take the RV there for them to buy. Yeah, to, like, and they want, the to, they want to charge you 150 bucks an hour to do it. Exactly. To drill out 12 pop rivets and some mastic cost. So I watched this dude on YouTube um, who works at an RV dealership up in Michigan. Yeah. And we, like, watch because he, like, goes through every RV, and we're always, like, looking at what could be the next yeah. camper for us. I highly and, recommend uh, an ancient A-class with a biggest engine <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah, you missed out on Rad V1. It went to my buddy Clay, but yeah. that was the deal. Yeah, Derek, drove, Derek drove my old one down to Austin. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like that's a good six, friend of yours. Sixteen-hour yeah. drive. In this Rad thing right here toes at seventy-five miles an hour, one finger on the wheel, and a crosswind with semis. It's the best. He's pointing to his new old yeah. RV that he just bought. It's so old and so fun. Um, Eight so point. It's not an exaggeration if you say it's a bus-sized RV. I mean, that's it's literally what it is. a bus. Eight point three liter Cummins. Yeah, so you're finding it hard to like work on a camper. Uh, yeah, like it's it's borderline impossible because it's all like niche. Like they made twelve of these things, kind of stuff. Yeah. So know? once I found the right parts department, you did he's find like, it. I just need I just need the VIN for the camper, and I can look up the part. Yeah. And he's like, "Yep, yeah, uh, they've got one on the assembly line. They'll pull for you. I'll ship it out. You'll have it in really? three days." Yeah. You did find it. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. They, they sent the exact like right. That's kind of nice. Liner. Is it like a molded fiberglass thing or molded plastic? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I even had like the part number from the company that made the original one right. and they don't sell to the public like yeah. they make big runs and sell them to of course yeah well that's good it's glad, all very glad you're able to find it the uh i found it be very difficult to like buy anything except for like just generic stuff yeah like you just can't you can't find it it's not there well and this is like a camper that's still relevant and yeah, sold today new. i can't yep. imagine trying to find parts for you can't something that's... no you just cut it out and you put something else in. yeah but um with uh with working at a race car shop uh, and building so many different race cars, um, does it get easier after a while? Like, is it is it still always a slog to put together a car? Is it always a pain in the ass, or or is it like just start to get easy to build the level of cars that you guys build? Because <laughs> it, it seems really hard practice. to me. Yeah. How do you make wiring pretty? How do you make all the paint look so nice? Like, uh, man, yeah, just years of experience. Yeah, I guess. That's literally the winning formula. Yeah, but my look wiring at, looks like a bag of. If you look at my car close Terrible. enough, it's not the it's not the prettiest it's thing pretty in the nice. world. It's pretty but, nice. Yeah, um, there's big wang norm. Yeah, the big wang norm right there. The big put with the big pig. The outside is painted with like rust oleum appliance. Epoxy. It does. It looks like a semi flat. Yeah, it thing. used to be glossy ish, and then it right. like set out in the sun for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good though. It's but. kind of a nice flat with like the glossy stickers. Yeah. Part of what sucks about working on cars is working on cars after you work. Yeah, it is actually terrible. So it's like if your job to work all day was working on the, and you got to do work on your own car some there. Yeah, okay. I never get to do that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> no, no. So you still have to do the same thing we do. It's I just, have to do it after hours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you get to use the shop at least? I do, yeah. That's nice. And for That's like the good. big items, I'll take the car to the shop. Right. 
but um, most of the stuff you did at your house. Though. Most of the stuff I did on this one, I built this car in three months. Yeah, and that you was built like, it pretty fast. Yeah, you and I were kind of in a race, and you beat the crap out of me because <laughs> it's August, and I just took my first start. But, um, <laughs> I had to make that Mid Ohio event. You like, did. That you was, made it. You, yeah, you made it. I, 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 I made said, it a very high priority to be there. I sat in that thing earlier today, and it's really comfy. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It would be tight because the mill's a little shorter than me, but like I could drive that thing. It's a very roomy car. It, yeah. Fit, I fit great in it. Yeah. I was like, y'all endurance race this thing? Holler at your boy. <laughs> so we did an endurance race at Road America, and we had a guy, um, Eric, who's a little bit a little bit bigger guy. And we, the cage in that thing, the the bar that goes above the like side window right. is like a little lower than most. And he couldn't physically like crunch his body and get his head out of the, the cage with his helmet on. Yeah. And so I had to lower the seat pan for him to be able to drive the car. Just for America, him? Just for him. Yeah, so the seat I think, is I, think, I fit good in it now. So it's lowered, so like thanks, almost Eric. Two inches. Yeah, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. Yeah. What are the uh, so so you've been doing pretty well in GLTC? You did well this weekend, obviously. What are the future plans for the car? Um, at some point, uh, I'm gonna case swap the car. Yeah, um, you and all your friends. Man, yeah, freaking case swaps. Hot boy status. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm never ever gonna stand a chance. They have three. <laughs> they have three of them right now. Yeah, there's so many case swap me out, Dave. Yeah. Why are there so many case swap Miatas? Why did I start Mine will be that the last company one. with my friend David? So, so Rob, well, maybe all the Miatas are going to be Rob, Rob Man or whatever, <laughs> however you say his last Rob, name. Rob Manischewitz. So he's got a green in B, yeah. and then there's a random old guy y'all told me about. Yeah, he'd he, probably only come to like a one-off. Who's that? GLTC race customer of ours, David Bland. Oh, okay, it's that. In, a, it's the NB they posted. Yeah. yeah, the white NB with that the one? like orange valve cover, right. P24. Yeah, and then did, 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 were Aaron's wheels on that car? Yes, I thought yeah. it was Aaron's car. No, no it was not Aaron's car. NB. Okay. But, but Aaron's car is going to be case swap before Atlanta. He says too, but it's not yet. So yeah. he'll probably do that the week the before. The engine's he says. already built and like sitting on an engine stand waiting to go in the car. So what are you guys doing as far as power wise? These stock engines? These are stock K24. Uh, are you TSX detuning motors. so you don't have to add tons of weight, or what's the plan? We will detune them, yeah. They're going to have electronic throttle okay. bodies. And How low can you go? Um, I think it'll probably be around 190. 190? Yeah. So you're going to have to add some weight. Yeah. Like a few hundred pounds, probably. Uh, Rob's car isn't quite as light as Aaron's right. car. Um, it doesn't have like a lot of the stuff that Aaron's has, so right. um, he won't have to ballast as much. Okay. Aaron will have to ballast. So you are planning on uh, you're planning on making pretty decent power, but yeah, I think they're so gonna you will have to add more weight. For get it. to the twenty two fifty. You know, is that going to put you tire. in a bigger tire bracket or no? What's that? Still, bigger tire bracket or no? Those will be in two twenty fives. Still, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah, y'all will have to ballast the cars up to like at least twenty four hundred, right? Twenty four fifty, something like that. Yeah, I yeah. haven't done the math. Aaron does all that's that. That's pretty. Si- that's yeah. pretty similar to like screw what? the things together. <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna do that. That's yeah. about like what I'm shooting for. Is like one ninety with my car. So, you guys planning on coming down to Atlanta or no? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I think it's gonna be an interesting. God one. willing, three deep, and I'll I'll be there with my heavily under <laughs> underpowered car. It's gonna be fine, man. Somebody's gonna be back there with me. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. I I don't know what I'm gonna do tire wise. I think I'm gonna run an RPM at that place. Um, You're going to need uh, some more gear. Yeah, I don't know what I did. Yeah. It was so long ago. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what I did. I thought I geared the trans. I thought I did it uh, with the fifth gear. I thought it could max out at 135, but that might have been at like 8,500 RPMs. Uh, and the engine like is done revving at 7. So like oh. I might be out of gear like 115. That might be a problem. How much more oh. mile power would like 17s get you? <laughs> 
I don't know. Probably a bunch, actually. But I'm not really good at race car things anymore. I'm really getting tired. But <laughs> I had a good day, though. That was, uh, at the, for me, like, I said it in the driver's meeting today. It was like, like this, this event, we tried to keep things different, where it was like standing start autocross was like the qualifier, and then play around with some inversion, and then hopefully tomorrow we do a standing start. But, like, like a lot of it is like, let's just, like, celebrate the joy of just, having a fun race like so much of it has gotten so serious in like club racing nowadays you're you know it's all contingencies and like crews and data and yeah pit carts and freaking 700 hundred dollar entry fees and like so that's the guy with the pit cart well the pit cart the pit cart isn't actually used for pit carts used for an office so uh but like Just you know and you have a pit cart I do have a pit cart. The pit cart's the best, isn't it? It is the best. It's the best thing. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I it's went on Craigslist to try to find one after yeah, I saw it. Yeah, they're the coolest, man. Yeah. Uh, we were at Daytona for the champ car race for the season champions from last year. And, like, we just felt like the king of town with a pit <laughs> cart. We had two canopies that matched. We got catered food, which turns out super easy to do. Yeah. But, like, we looked like we looked like a pro team. <laughs> it was so silly. But, yeah, I think this weekend, especially for me, like, no transponders, like, photo finishes. Just just have fun. Like, celebrate the fun. Like, this place is fun to drive at. I think yeah. it's really fun to race at. It's hard to race at. What do you think of the standing start qualifying? I like it. Yeah. Um, it's a little tricky because, you know, obviously you're going in with cold tires and you only get two shots at it. And uh, Tires are cold through one and into two. And yeah. then, like, by three they start to come on. Or at least that's Maybe. what I felt like on a street tire. Maybe, yeah. If, yeah. if it's warm. Cross those fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. Super but I screwed fun. the pooch in qualifying. I locked up twice on my like, you know, second lap, which really? was supposed to be the good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you were P three, two, three. I was P three by like a hundredth of a second to right. uh, Jeremy. Will I talked to Will. Will was like in his own. Yeah, Will was like two seconds ahead of everybody. Yeah. But then he wasn't driving away. It really during the race, like his car is pretty dialed. It's got yeah. good power, and it's right at the limit. Um. But, like, he, I talked to him uh, after qualifying. I said, what's up with the new motor, Will? And he's like, oh, it's just a stock TSX. Because um, Pikes Peak Hill Climb burned him out so hard. They didn't put any more work into the car. They just put a new motor in and ran it yeah. this weekend. Um, and he said he just committed. Like, turn one through three, he was like, I know the lines I want to run. I'm going to run them. And yeah, it turns out Will's an autocrosser. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, really, he really ran hard. Uh, really, really hard. Yeah, it was a solid lap. Um, fun to watch. Uh, fun to watch you guys race from like P four in the in the first race. Yeah, he he made so. some moves at the beginning of that second yeah. race there because he started fifth and yep. uh, he was in second or third by the first couple corners. Yep. Yeah, he said he's we really saw him pass a whole bunch of people after right after turn one. Yeah, and he, then they started gapping me out. Do you know what he hurt on the car? Do you hurt the trans? Trans. Yeah. It said trans or clutch or something like that. Something so internal. Spinny yeah. crunchy noises. I thought I smelled gear oil when he like pulled off yeah. on the front straight in front of me. Yeah, it's too bad. I thought it could, uh, it could be a pretty good race. Like it's gonna be a good battle. It could be fun, but the that was top. What did we invert? Top six? Top five? 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 Yeah. Okay. The uh, yeah, I think this track is super fun for twenty cars to race at. It's just really really fun. But yeah, what are the future plans for your car? Case yeah, swap. Yeah, so case swap. Anything else? And then uh, I've got some. Pretty cheap shocks on it right now. When yeah. the budget allows, I'll probably do a Olin's. Okay. You, know. yeah, you guys are big Olin's fans over there. Yeah, they're it's a great shock. Yeah. Yeah. Which Olin shock? The DFV. Is that the road and track one or the f- more fancier one? The 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 plebeian. 
the, the, the road track. The road track, yeah. Do you, all, do you all valve them or anything, or all just run them the way they come? Stock valving, but custom yeah. spring rates. Yeah. Okay. How it's much pr- spring do you have to run to get those to do what you want? Like, it it's kind of driver dependent, but typically like 800, 500. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, what do you run in there? A front sway bar or no sway bars? Front, s- on my car? Yeah. Front sway bar, and I have to run rear sway bar disconnected right now because okay. I've got really bad rear lockup. And really? And figure that issue out. Yeah, I'll have to like be so ginger on the brakes. Really? Yeah. You look like you were really aggressive on the brakes. Dude, I'm like coast in the brakes. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's strange how like how how a race looks like from inside the race. Like you can't tell what everybody's doing. Like you can tell a little bit, but like you don't know the battles that everybody's fighting out there. True. Uh, how did the car hold up as far as temps and everything? Because it was a little warmer and stuff. It was perfect, but, man. Yeah. 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 Like no issues whatsoever. I'm having trouble getting mine up to temp. Like you not have a thermostat? Uh, I know it's got one. Like it must be bad. But, oh. Uh, gets to 180 about two laps in. It'd be like 160 for the first few laps, and then it parks itself right at 180. But, hmm. um, yeah, I just had the best day. I could say it a thousand times, but I had a good time. I, had a f- I fought the car a little bit, but first race ever finished in the yeah. Night Ripper. First race, and uh, I almost crashed myself out four times. <laughs> so like the worst one was I, I hit I hit the brake zone in the gate turn, mm-hmm. hit the right hander, and then like I hit the curb off to the left pretty hard and my visor flapped down <laughs> and it like got stuck at a weird spot, so I like flipped it and then I then I touched my eyeball and I'm like, Where are my glasses? <laughs> and I tr- I'd forgotten my glasses in the camper. I have astigmatism, so it helps with depth perception a little bit to have them, but I noticed for a second that my glasses weren't there. And then, you know, shifted to fourth, and then I forgot to turn right for the kink, and I drove, like, 100 miles an hour into the grass. <laughs> like, Jeez. because I just wasn't even paying attention. I was, I was like, really fighting my brain. My brain wanted to crash my car. We were but, having this conversation uh, earlier. Like, it seems like it's really easy to lose focus. Yeah, you just, track, like, cause it's just, yeah. Oh, what yeah. was that? Like, oh, squirrel. There's, there's, <laughs> two, there's two real hard braking cones. One is that one where I went off of. It's like a left-hand sweep yeah. into like a... That was the one where I realized yeah. my... Uh, right after that, I realized my glasses were And then out. the other one's the one right before the final turn. It's like you feel like the straight should be like another couple seconds longer, and yeah. then they're not. Yep. The, the, bit, the turn one braking zone's not, not actually as hard as the one in turn seven, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because you generally are on throttle until you get... Yeah. The kink. yeah, and then it's hard on the brake. To try uh, to yeah, I think you're squeezing that one at seven so hard, you know, because it's that short little shoot there after the kink. But you're so prepared for the one at turn one that it seems boring. But I freaking love this track. It's I missed. I missed Abe fun. having a car. I I almost crashed Abe's Evo here a couple of years ago. It's true. Big big. Uh, Abe needs to get a dolly and bring his eighth gen. Yeah, new eighth gen. I need a second car. No, you, you don't. don't. You need a GLTC car. You don't need a second car. Ab. You should buy Dave Montgomery's Miata. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> should true. buy that. I should buy that, but I don't have the money. It is a really good build. That's right really now, I'm like one. into saving money and paying yeah. off bills. Like that's that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That's a good thing. Hey, why do you need a second car? Because that the Civic is what I drive every day. So? Yeah, and like if you, I blew a Trans or a, like. Then you rent a Croft Turo. You're yeah, a doctor. You, you have money it, to rent cars. I don't you're have fine. that kind of money, man. No, you've got 100 bucks to fix your car. If you don't you're have fine. a car, no, you can afford to rent a car if your like, trans uh, is down for three weeks. I trans for, for <laughs> Civics. Yeah. They're, unless I'm searching wrong, there's not a million of them on No, there. they're kind of tough to find because every hot boy in the world blows them up. Uh, all the James Houghtons blow them up. Everybody blows them up. <laughs> James, if you're listening, and I know you are. Yeah, he probably wrecked all I mean, Will Young just blew one up today. 
Yeah, those two <laughs> together true. probably have eight a thousand K series trannies. Like how many do you, they blow two up every event? Or used to. But anybody know if Will's gonna be back out tomorrow? Uh no. I think he packed it in. Darn it. Doesn't have the parts, doesn't have the, the energy. I think Will I talked to him about Pike's Peak for a while. Um and that was his first time running up Pike's Peak with the time attack car. Uh he seemed like he's like they learned so much about it and he was like, Man, that is the hardest thing like you can do with a race car. It's so hard. Uh, and he seems tired still. It's been like a month and a half. He's <laughs> got like this like tired, exhausted. Like I'm sick of race cars. I'm just I'm just here to have fun. Like he had that vibe today. But uh, I was glad to see Will out there having having a good time. He though. was into it, yeah. man. Yeah, he killed it for a couple a couple of, the first race. He he like he had it. Yeah. He was on it. He was consistent. Um, I was like reeling him in towards the end of the race, yeah. and then like traffic just screwed me. Yeah, like, I he heard would that. catch traffic in like the right spots, and I would catch yep. it in all the. I wrong heard spots. you guys were close. At the end, but it was never close enough to like make a move. But well, that's good though. I mean, yeah. it speaks to the parity a little bit because this car is pretty front running, and yeah. your car is like most of the way there. And if you're driving pretty well, like if you're driving decently, uh, and the cars are that close, that's good. I love that. But, Adam, you should put those other tires on your car tomorrow. Uh, I gotta double check if I'm not pissing brake fluid, and if, I, okay. if I'm not, I might. Uh, Emil offered me some R1s's. Yeah, so. some not shitty street tires. Only one of them is square, dude. So you should put that one on the back. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be okay. <laughs> the street tires, I, so the tires that are on my car right now, the RS4s, they're Hankook RS4s. I bought those from Emil at PRI. And <laughs> like, there's like no parking at PRI. And I was like, all right, here's where I parked my car. The trunk is open. Just jam it in the old Honda Civic. And he's like, is this the car? He sends me a picture. I'm like, yes, that's the car. <laughs> Uh, so I got back to they were delivered uh, and delivered and installed into my vehicle. Nice. Uh, they are lacking for grip though. They, are they only did lacking. like sixteen hours of mid Ohio. That's so. all. It's just sixty and yeah. like an hour of hour and a half of HPD at Hanami. They are kind of dead, but uh, they felt better in the afternoon than they felt this morning. This morning it felt like I was driving around on leather. Like it was not great. But uh, I love used street tires. It's the best. Derek, what do you think of used street tires? <laughs> Well, that was good for my mom's car. Derek's really not a fan of street tires. Not at all. Um, for endurance racing, yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I love cheapness, and I'm, I'm just kind of out of time. I was going to I have these Hankook AR1s that I got from TF Works, but I was going to put them on, but I didn't have the rims I was going to put them on. They're still like in limbo at my buddy's house. But Yeah, he's got some super hot boy. like. I got these tiny four-spoke work wheels. They're not equips. They're something else. Work NR4s. And they're so light. Like, they got to be 10 pounds. <laughs> uh, I just had them repowder coated. My buddy picked them up for me. But uh, I'm going to run some uh, Nankang AR1s next. That'll be. But tomorrow, you could run some RPF1s. With could. Some if my brakes yeah. aren't pissing fluid. I can't make these Willwoods hold fluid in. They suck, man. Yeah. I'm, I might be off the Willwood train. If Stop Tech, if you're listening, we need yeah, a sponsor. I might, I might be <laughs> off the Willwood train. So. Well, I think we made a podcast. I'm, like, too tired to talk. Adam's sleepy. Ad- Adam's yeah. falling out. <laughs> I'm trying to talk well, but my eyes aren't working anymore. Sleepy. Pretty sleepy. Abe looks sleepy, too. It's only 10, 1030. What's happening to us, man? We're getting old, man. Man. Well, that's because we were in Colorado last weekend. Yeah. Ugh. yeah I was running drift cars hell of a road. until, like, midnight. Like, I'm flagging for drift cars at, at like, 1130. I don't remember when we stopped. So it was late. Late. So I asked these good life guys who make decisions why that they did two Nobody events knows, back man, to I back. Don't... But no one knows whose decision it was. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like whose idea? And Adam's like, we're never doing this again. <laughs> Chris and I were both like, 
Why did we do this? It was it's too much. I don't remember whose idea it was, but it was just like, all right, well, we're kind of stuck with this. Want to do it? Like it wasn't anybody's idea. It was just like Colorado popped up, and the date was like the date is the only way to get. But, uh, we're here and we're doing it. And it's been a good day. So. That was a good GLTC race in Colorado, right? Yeah, it was a, kind of a banger for like eight cars. Yeah, it's a really. I think that's going to be a really fun venue. I think that track is going to be a blast next. That year. track was. So I just did like a couple laps and somebody's street car, or sh- like sh- street Renault HPD car. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you did it in uh, Tom, our our buddy, our, yeah. a listener. Yeah, yeah, he's so. a fan. He like asked Adam such a nice EG he, too. He, yeah, it's really clean. So clean. He asked Adam and I with signed his valve cover. Like I felt pretty famous. It was very, very <laughs> unique. Yeah. yeah. No, um, he was a good dude. Super clean. Yeah, super, super sort nice. of like what you used to have at BAT and EJ. Just super clean. Yeah. But just yeah, a fun sweet. little track ride. Right? But he, he let me do a couple laps in it. And I was expecting the track to be more boring. But it was actually really fun. Because I've been on some ovals before that were really open. And they're boring yeah. and slow cars. This is like a banger oval. But this oval, like the oval portion was tight enough to where... Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be flat in a GLTC car, but it's not still forever. it still feels like you're loaded up, right. you know. Yeah. Um, it's you're not, not just like you're forever. going around a straightaway. Daytona is like just a big huge dyno pull. Yeah. Like, I, but I it, think next year if we, if we have really 20 fun. cars there or 25 cars there, yeah. there'll be a lot of like dra- no bump driving cuz that's not allowed wink wink. But there'll be definitely <laughs> like a lot of a lot of drafting and um, G- Gary, I I had, I tried to sanction uh, bump drafting in like language like here's how you bump draft and gary's like no adam you can't sanction bump drafting that <laughs> that's how gary talks to you can do one time in 1979 yeah. i knew a guy that bump drafted and he's dead now <laughs> that's what gary says yeah it, it, it would be like a german name he would pull out like the Messerschmitt team from 1982 with the 935. We, we were in Belgium. When I was the lead mechanic for KK Rosberg. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Gary. Gary, you've lived all the lives in the motorsports world. He was trying to tell us to get in the car because there was a lightning warning. Yeah. And I was like, we're not worried about the lightning. Like, it's way over there. And Gary's yeah. like, well, you don't know a guy that's been struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah, Gary probably knows seven people. <laughs> Gary's probably personally like. He was a good guy, Gary yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, Gary's probably personally fended off lightning like with his bare hands because he's that manly. He's the most manly person in the So, Bill, the word on the street from some guys at the top okay. is that we're going to night race at Colorado next year. Yeah, and we're gonna. I thought we were doing that at Gingerman this year. We, we are, but we're okay. gonna do it at Colorado too. We're gonna do it with like thousands of spectators, Colorado. Yeah, like wow. like Sick. like drift, and then us, and then more drift. Yeah, and ever heard of underbody uh, neon? Uh, I think you have now because that's what you need. You need right. you're gonna need some pep boys. We've got neon. friends in Colorado. We can. Yeah, you're gonna need some Pep Boys neon, man. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> All the neon. It's All a, the neon. It's a Ballast. Super awesome location to like bring the whole fam and like go up a day early and go to Pikes Peak and like. Yeah, you go do mountain stuff and. Uh, super fun. Bring Chapman and the pup. Yeah, Derek likes your dog. Derek really likes. Your I dog. just love dogs. He's the goodest boy. He seems like a pretty good boy. Is he a corgi mix? Yeah, what is corgi. He? Yep. It's, uh, I think I like dogs like a little bit more than adorable. people. Like I do like people a lot, <laughs> but I think I like dogs just a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, I really like dogs. Yeah, you seem to like dogs. Mm. You got a good one too, Alex. Or, uh, Axel's a good dog. My wife and my dogs' names are the same. They're letters way, in too orders. <laughs> way too close. It's way too close. I called your wife uh, yeah. Axel, and I called your dog Alex uh, last weekend. So. <laughs> it happens. All right. Well, we're uh, we're into this thing for a podcast. Emil, where do people go to patronize your work? How do they find you? Uh, uh, Instagram is uh, 
I think just winning formula. I don't know. Jared's asleep. Yeah, I'm looking at Jared, but he's passed out. He's the tiredest boy. He woke up when we said Websites that. Websites winningformulagarage.com. <laughs> uh, you woke, dog? My Instagram's Emil underscore tab. Yep. Yep. I love it. I thanks post for, occasionally. Uh, thanks for driving with us, man. Dude, yeah. It's been super fun. Definitely want to say, like... We're trying to fix club racing and try to make it fun and affordable, and it's hard to do, but I'm glad that my really friends are coming. something special. Yeah, come to GLTC where your K-Swap Miatas are legal to race. <laughs> yeah. Because they're nowhere else they're legal. And, and I think the next GLTC races that are currently for sale right now are, what, uh, Road Atlanta? And then Road, Road America. America. Road America. Yep. Yeah. We got to pl- plug and that Road America. We got to plug Road America. Yeah, well, Gingerman, all the cars. Gingerman will do fine. Gingerman always does fine. Everybody loves driving Gingerman. I have no idea why. But Road America, it's going to be a party. I personally know lots of people that are going to be at Road America. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. I am towing my happy ass from Austin to Atlanta and then back home, and then I have a one week to get the car back together and then up to Road America. Why don't you leave it somewhere else? You can't. There's. It's not on the way. Like, Road Atlanta is <laughs> not on the way to Road America. <laughs> it just seems so the, – the country's so big, and you're in the wrong spot. It's a big place. Yeah, bring it to Louisville. Big world, a lot of smells. <laughs> it is, a lot of smells. A lot of smells. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you guys driving with us. It's, uh, when we announced the rules at Christmas Day, uh, I felt like I was like having a child. Like, I was so <laughs> nervous. Like, I didn't want it. Like, the rules committee, like Derek, Cattell, We Brams, were on his ass yeah, to release the rules for the like three months. They're bugging the crap out of me. And I was like... I was having anxiety I attacks. literally don't think I'm ready to do this. Maybe we scrap it <laughs> because I was so nervous. And then Christmas Day, like I'm trying to hang out with my family, and like you I'm had all, me post them, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to hang out with my family. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Shh, everybody likes them still. Who, nobody's hating. <laughs> like he kept looking at my phone. Yeah, my wife was mad at me too on Christmas Day. Yeah. So I was like, why do you keep looking at your phone? Well, well fucking Adam Jabay dropped the GLTC rules. Yeah, you know that thing I've been talking about for half a year. It was, uh, <laughs> that was a nerve wracking day. That was one of my more uh, that was like my least favorite day last year. Was Christmas Day. That that rules drop post had like th- so many shares. I did. I did. People like the rules. It's such a so. it's such a refreshing approach to it was club ve- racing. It's very different. But I not to mention like at the bigger events where you've got the the TV cut. Like you can't. Yeah. You can't. You don't get that in club racing. No, it's different. Yeah. I I hope it continues. Tom I hope and the uh, the Sim TV guy. They yeah. did such an awesome yeah. job. Yeah. Kyle and Tom killed it. Dude. I had a good time announcing with with Tom at uh, Mid Ohio. Yeah, the Mid Ohio. I was definitely I was definitely an anchor to Tom though. Like, I mean, in a bad way, I was He's dragging so him down. Tom is a very good yeah, announcer. For, so, like, for anybody who doesn't know, we do a sim racing league in the winter, and it's yeah. mostly like grid life guys, um, a lot of Midwest i racing people who do i racing, and uh, one of our new GLTC racers, uh, DJ, who's really fast, yeah. um, got he got the free race car from. Peter this yeah, year. DJ Allison Dreamy. Yeah. But anyway, so like, dreamy. he was, like, really into iRacing, <laughs> and he knew some guys that did streaming, and the, yeah. like, so these guys, like, stream the iRacing races and then commentate on them, and they sound professional, but they're really just, it's like, a fun. Co- they're, like, a couple college kids that are yeah. just, like, doing this for a second. They're coming gig. to Rhode Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, and so at, at Gingerman, we, like, told the guy, like, just get here, and you can, like, announce and stuff. And yeah, he, basically, we're, like, just get there, and we'll figure out if it works. And then yeah. he did a great and he, job. And he, like, Kyle did a really good job. Like, are you on ESPN? Like, this is great. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. The uh, the event was super fun. He takes a really professional yeah. approach to it. Yeah. I do apologize for your parking situation at that event. Here? Oh, at, at, at Gingerman. That, yeah. that event is so hard to park. No, it's all We good. lost, like, 30% of the paddock due to flooding. It was so bad. But. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we actually had a nice little spot. Yeah, it, it was a fun, fun event. We yeah. really, really want to have a GLT-specific area at Road Atlanta. Yep. Can we please have that out? While we are, we're moving uh, HPD. I want some, like, velvet ropes that we can, like... I don't know if we can be able to do that. Oh, man. We're moving uh, <laughs> HPD paddock to the other side, most Perfect. likely, uh, because we're just out of space. So we're going to have to use both paddocks. Uh, there'll be a lot of cars driving back and forth, I'm sure. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we should have basically center paddock, pro paddock yeah. side, like right in the middle. It's going to be basically where I park. Yeah. It's probably going to be a lot of the GLTC cars. So uh, I think we'll put on a pretty good show. I think I'm going to run out of gear, but I think I'm, we're going to put on a pretty good show. <laughs> I'll just coast down into town. All, all, all you need is pop in neutral, and I'll just push you down. You need some 17s on the front or some 20s. Yeah, yeah just get some dubs up on that. Yeah. Day, so. That'd be sweet. Well, congrats yeah. on getting your throw car some, on track, man. Throw some Ds, man. Throw some Ds. Yeah, Dude, I'm, uh, Adam's car's ridiculous. Like, I'm have you so said in it, Emil? I so need to. Dude, it, you feel like you are, like your head is against the back window of the hatch. That's how far back I'm the happiest boy right now. So cool. When I drove it a couple weeks ago at Honda Meet, it was like such a good day. And now having actually raced it and it like survived, <laughs> uh, um, you know, despite like what, what I, tr- my poor, my poor decision making and driving skills, like it's still a car. <laughs> Uh, it's just a good day. It sounds really so. good. It has a lower tone than I thought it would be. I the, thought it would be really screamy, but it, it's really... It's like, got a big oh. megaphone down to a three-inch, so it's like a giant exhaust. But the megaphone kind of negates what the exhaust size needs to be. But uh, it does sound different than a regular Honda. I'd take the rear section off because the mount broke. But um, It looks really nice. Uh, yeah, it presents I'd, very well. It's very unique. I, I try to do it. The lot. air dam needs work. Yeah, that's not done. I didn't have time. So I was trying to make the brakes work before. <laughs> the brakes are more important so than the air the, dam. So the air dam looks really good, but at over about 69 miles an hour, it's it just kind of flaps in. into the bumper support. No, i got to build supports for it. It's, it was like version Another car does five, that, too. Um, uh, John, the four-door E36, yeah. his car does Folds that as in. well. Folds uh, in. in Time Attack, uh, Austin Hurdle, he's got a cheap like, 370Z yeah. bumper. Yeah. That's and illegal. It, yeah, Austin Hurdle's 370Z looks like it's like folding under the wheels. The bumper like totally caves in. <laughs> it's kind of the best. When I first started doing HPD, I my first ever car I did it in was like my dream car. I bought a C6 Grand Sport, like mm-hmm. a really nice one. Uh, most options, 4LT. It was like the only 4LT in the country for sale. And I love that car. But I did like some track days and realized brakes were too expensive for it. Mm-hmm. And the Soldan got a Miata. But one of the one things I did do is I put a splitter on that car with stock suspension, like a two or three inch splitter, and like a little like little lip wing in the back. And the suspension is so soft that at speed the splitter started to drag. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So like over (laughs) hundred miles stock suspension. Yeah, on stock suspension, it was so soft that that's crazy. When you would hit bumps at like hundred miles an hour, the splitter was actually doing enough to where it would. And it was a car. Set the nose down. Yeah, it was set the nose down and start to drag. And it was a carbon fiber piece, like um, from like Wasp. That or sounds expensive. Yeah, it was Derek, like, Derek always likes to play with things that are throwawayable. What do you mean? You gotta throw away your cars, man. Now you got this cool Miata that's way more throwaway, throw away, awayable. Yeah. Well, dude, I didn't yeah. lose any money on that car. I though. know, I know. Yeah, I know. It came on it, when I bought it. It had brand new Pilot Super Sports on it. I did like four or five track weekends on it. Kind of figured out yeah. that I wanted a Miata, <laughs> and then sold it for what I paid for it. That's kind of rad, actually. Yeah, like the only thing I bought, I think, was one set of brake pads, which were like five hundred and fifty. That's so much cash. Jesus, I remember you telling so me that. So expensive. Yeah, you told you told. I remember you telling me that like one time. And they did not last very long. Like Porsche, really? Brake pads, yeah. They're that expensive. Yeah, they're super expensive. What What does a decent set cost? I think like seven or eight hundred. No, no way. <laughs> That's insane. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's over now the top. I'm, now I'm when, so I'm install- when I'm installing them on the car, I'm like treating them like they're, you know, a yeah, China you, doll. You drop them. You're yeah. over to, you're like, you put the padding out and like <laughs> the, the, the gym mats. So if you drop them, they don't break. Not to mention, like, if you get a car with carbon rotors, right. you know, gotta treat that like thousands and thousands white of gloves. Those. Yeah. Well, I think we made a show. Time uh, for sleep. Emil, I really appreciate you guys playing with us. Hey, uh, you yeah. and tell your winning formula buddies we said hi. If you are in the Midwest down near Louisville and you need any kind of car prep, I think you found the place. That uh, There's a bunch of drivers here, just HPDE guys even. They're like, oh, yeah, I bring my car winning formula. They're the best. So, yeah, you guys are doing a service for the community, and I appreciate you guys coming out. So. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah always it. fun. Always fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kick that thing off, babe. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Air Grid Live to say hello.